podcast where we talk, sorry, where we discuss relationships with mothers and daughters and their interactions with one another. I'm Rodnik and I'm the daughter. I am Nefra and I'm the mother. And actually today we're going to be discussing what a mother should teach a daughter. This is a good topic and I also want to talk about what a daughter can teach a mother as well. Many times we as mothers sometimes believe that our daughters should just know like common sense. They should just have the common sense to know certain things. And you know what? While they're human, right? And of course, some things come to us by common sense. That's not always the case. We at times can take that for granted. And that's kind of sad sometimes. We actually need to sit our daughters down and have real conversations or multiple conversations about what they should know about being a woman. Yeah. Yeah. But the flip side of that also is mother uh, teaching daughter corn is that daughters can also teach mothers. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> this is real interesting because you really need to think about what you have learned from your daughter. You know, again, we're the mother, we're the... We're the matriarch of the family. We're supposed to have all the answers. We're supposed to be strong, especially black mothers, right? So when it comes to our our daughters teaching us something, are we really on board with that? We're going to talk about that today. I'm excited. What about you? I'm excited. Let's do it. All right. So we're going to discuss what should a mother teach her daughter. Um, And so I know you're not a mother, Okay, but um, what are the most important things that a mother must discuss with her daughter? What do you think those are? Um, okay, well, you got to define like most important. Like, do you mean like most important as far as like all mothers should teach their daughters this or most important as in these are the things that are most crucial to hit, you know? Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I like both questions. So what is something that all mothers should teach their daughters? Um, well, I think that all mothers should teach their daughters what their idea of femininity is, what their idea of being a woman is. You know, some people are like, okay, I feel like a woman when I take a hot bath and I myself down with perfume and I, and I go get my nails done and I go get my hair done other women are like I feel like a woman when I can just sit and be natural with my natural hair with no makeup on you know so I feel like it I feel like it's important to know because it's important to know who your mom is as a woman you need to know like what's important to her what makes her feel good what makes her feel whole Um, I think it's important for mothers to teach their daughters about relationships, of course, um, and sex, because all that can get real messy real fast. Um, I think that mothers, I think all mothers should teach their daughters, yeah, just how to be, or not even just how to be a woman, but how to be whoever you want to be, no matter how you identify, if you identify as male, female, non-binary, whatever, um, yeah, I think that you should learn, you should learn just basic things from your mom, how to be a decent person. Now that just, you know, 
kind of qualifies your mom to have to kind of be a decent person first. But, you know, she should teach you everything that she can and she should be ready to teach you everything that she can. Um, I think it's important for people, especially daughters, especially females, to learn from their mother's confidence and learn from their mothers how to be self-aware. They need to learn from, they need to teach their daughters how to identify a problem and move forward and how to let things go. Mm. Because that's one thing that I really struggled with and I feel like you have really helped me to learn to just let, because of course, as, as my mom, you've lived more life than I have. Mm-hmm, right. So you're going to be like, okay, well, yeah, in 10 years that, that doesn't matter. And that used to work, you know, when I was in high school and stuff, that's what she would say. Mm-hmm. You know, in 10 years, all you want to remember that you want to, but now that I'm older, I have to have that deeper understanding of how to actually let go of feelings and let go of emotions and how to mm-hmm. process things. And I think that, and I know all mothers don't have, don't have that for themselves, so mm-hmm. they can't teach it to their daughters. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you have it for yourself, then you need to teach it to your daughter. It's one thing to show her but it's another thing to show her and to talk her through it and to understand this is why we're doing things and this is what you should do in this situation because this is the right thing to do. So I guess the moral of the story is, you know, do the right thing, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> you gave us a lot. I did. And it was, a, but, but no, it was good though because your first point was a mother must teach their daughter what makes them a woman. And in order to teach your daughter about what makes them a woman, what, what do they feel as a woman? What do you feel? What makes you a woman as a mom? Right? So, and that definitely can help that child identify or that daughter identify with their own feminine, you know, their femininity. Am I saying it right? I think femininity. Yeah. That's a tricky word. (laughs) Okay. But at any rate. It is so important that they do teach them what that means, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, that was, you gave us a lot to unpack. So I'm going to unpack it. I do like the fact that you have to teach your daughter confidence, Mm -hmm. teach your daughter confidence. And in turn, mom must be confident. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I love that. And I can remember when you were growing up, we were having multiple conversations Mm -hmm. about fitting in. Mm -hmm. Because that was something that you were really struggling with at one point. (laughs) Yeah, was fitting in. And I had to let, I said, let me tell you something, be yourself. I remember this advice. (laughs) I said, be yourself. You will be surprised at who will follow you just for you being yourself. Yeah. I said, try it. Didn't I not tell yeah. you that? Make a different decision. You'd be surprised. And people started following you, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I definitely like those answers. Um, for me, and you probably already know my answer. Let me tell you something. All mothers should teach their daughters about God. You got to have something higher than yourself. You don't have to believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you're a Muslim. It's all right if you're practicing Judaism, Hinduism, Confucius. I, 
It don't matter what it is, what faith you have, but you got to teach your daughter about who God is and introduce him, introduce your daughter to that spirituality mm-hmm. because they have to believe that there's something bigger outside of themselves. Yeah. And that's where a lot of they're going to get their strength from because mama's not always going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the universe is always watching. Absolutely. And if you call it the universe, call it the universe. But I really do believe, you know, that you got to teach your daughter to believe in something higher than herself. Yeah. Because that's what is going to give her strength for those times you're not there. Right. For those times you can't be there. And for those times where we're not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard thought. That's a hard thought. So I like that. So when we talk about mothers teaching their daughters, another thing that I think that's important for a mother to teach their daughter is how to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is the independence. But again, mom must be independent as well. Um, I know a young lady who uses men to pay her bills and finance her life. I met her mother. She does the same thing. Yep. And so we need to understand whether we're sitting our daughters down or not having a conversation with them. They're learning from us. They're looking. They're taking in what they need mm-hmm. or what they don't want yep. and then what they want. You know, so that can cause a lot of problems, but that's neither here nor there. The last thing I think that is very, very important for a mother to teach the daughter is acceptance of who they are and others. Mm. Yeah. You got to learn how to accept who you are. Yeah. And that goes hand in hand with the, with the confidence it does. It does. It does. Yeah. And acceptance. But here's the problem sometimes that I run into as I talk to mothers. They don't accept themselves. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to teach a daughter to accept herself? Right. I had another young lady that I was, you know, counseling and she disowned her child because they were because that child was gay. And the Bible says, is what she told me. That's what she said. The Bible says Mm, that that homosexuality is wrong, Mm. right? And that that her daughter was going to hell. Mm. So I said, yeah, let me get that scripture because I didn't didn't read that. So let me me get that scripture. scripture? (laughs) Okay, so first of all, she couldn't find it. Okay, second of all. Because, yeah, because the, the, the actual scripture that she was speaking on is when in the New Testament, the Bible begins to list a multitude of behaviors mm-hmm. such as fornication, adultery, lasciviousness, lewdness, homosexuality. And I had to point out to her that those were behaviors. Okay. And I'm quite sure, mom, you're displaying behaviors that are in this list along with homosexuality. Here's the problem. We can't see your lewdness. We can't see your drunkenness. See, with homosexuality, it's in your face, right? And we can see it. 
So you can point and see that that's a stud or he's feminine or, and she's, you know what I'm saying? Right. You can, sometimes it's in our face that we can recognize that. Right. But I told her, I say, so, you know, that, that lewdness sometimes, that foul mouth you got, that's lewd. So should your child or your daughter disown you for that? Absolutely. The Bible said that's wrong. She going to hell. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You know, so I really had to let her see that it's behaviors. Mm -hmm. And God wants us to look at the behavior because the behavior is not the problem. It's what's causing the behavior. Mm -hmm. Right? He wants to know why you're doing it. You know, so acceptance is going to be key, you know, but if some part of her to disown her daughter because she's gay is just her not accepting herself, too. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to reject or deject her daughter out of her life because she's not accepting herself. Yeah. I can go on and on about this. I just <laughs> absolutely. Oh, my God. It's okay. just oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, that's yeah, good. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Especially the acceptance part. Because that's, that's the part you start to struggle with more and more as you get older. As you get older, absolutely. And you start to experience more of the world. You go into different fields and you just... I'm struggling with it right now. <laughs> so... Yeah. yeah. But what helps is we've cultivated that relationship. For one, you can talk about it. Right. Two, as mom, because now you're an adult woman. Mm -hmm. And the relationship has changed between you and I because you're an adult. Right. I have to support you. Right. I have to let you know that whatever decision you make, I'm going to stand behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that. and that goes on to be having not only acceptance, but unconditional love. You got to love your daughter unconditionally. Like you need to think about what in your mind could keep you from loving your daughter or being there for your daughter. And I would think about that a lot when you were younger. And then when I had Mike, my son, and I'm like, okay, what could they do that I stopped loving? And I just couldn't think of nothing. Good. And I don't even know if you remember this, but I used to tell y'all this all the time. I don't care if you murdered your brother or your brother murdered you. Mm -hmm. I will always be in your corner. I'm going to be sitting in court. <laughs> I'm putting money in your books. Now, you're going to jail because you need to, right? <laughs> But uh, I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to be there for you. Yeah. Because for that to happen, I knew it started with me. Yeah. If you killing your brother, your brother killing you, you know, and we see it all the time. Yeah. Siblings murdering each other. That started with mama. That started with daddy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I knew that would never happen. So I was, I was okay <laughs> with that. You was like, I'm good on this. So I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Because I wanted to be open, you know, and I think... I've done a really good job of being open, even letting you guys in and me being transparent with you. Yeah. You know, of course, as moms, we don't want to let y'all in. Because we feel like you're a child and you don't know nothing and you can't. Right. Which yeah. leads us to the next topic. Oh, yeah, it leads us to the next topic. What was the hardest thing mm -hmm. to teach me as your daughter? The hardest thing to teach you. Um, I think the, the hardest thing to teach you was about male or romantic relationships. <laughs> that was the hardest. I, I, 
you kept falling in some traps that I'm like, we did we not talk about this? Like, why are you not trusting your mom here? Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, that, I think that was the hardest thing to teach you was about romantic relationships and what to look out for mm -hmm. and what was abuse because you saw abuse in the home. Um, and I didn't, I just didn't want you to go through that, you know, but ultimately you opened up, which is what always, what you want is your daughter to open up to you at some point mm -hmm. before it's too late. Right. Yeah. And you always opened up before it was too late about these relationships. But here's the thing. The lessons got easier. The more I was right. Yeah. Yeah. Because then at a certain point, I had to be like, okay, fine. I guess <laughs> she know what she's talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. And what I love about, and the, and the and important thing is to make sure that those lessons stick. Mm -hmm. What I had to be very, very purposeful with was never telling you I told you so. Yeah. Right? I just had to let you sit in that pain. You already knew. Right. It wasn't no need of me saying I told no. I don't I don't need to do that. No, absolutely, because you already feel bad. What you needed at that moment was for me to still love you anyway that you disobeyed right. or still be there for you even though you made a mistake or you were wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of mothers fail at that. I told you so. Oh well, it's on you. Oh well. That's on you. That's not helpful. It's not helpful at all. Right? That's not helpful. And that actually pushes the daughter away even more. Because then it, it shows her, I can't go to my mom and stuff like this. She's not going to understand or she's not going to help me work through it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely, definitely understand that one. So, let's talk about you teaching me. Or daughters teaching their mothers. But first I want to ask, what do you think? You don't have, you're not a mom. So what do you think you could have possibly have taught me as your mom? Do you think you've taught me something? <laughs> um, and guys, listen up. This is a really good conversation because we've never talked about this. No. Of what Ronique has taught, taught me. But she has taught me something. I'm going re to reveal what she's taught me here. But first, I want to see if she can identify that on her own, okay? Gotcha. Um, no, I can't identify it because I don't know what I could have taught you. I don't, yeah, I don't have anything that, I've taught you that consistency is key. There you go. How so? Because the more you were consistent with me and the more you were consistent with Michael, the more we did the things we were supposed to do. Okay. In every aspect. When it comes to chores, when it comes to schoolwork, when it comes to work ethic, when it comes to relationships, like you just said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Consistency, Consistency is the key. Consistency is key. Well, you know what? You're not giving yourself enough credit. Now, listen up, moms. I, let me tell you something. I know it can be difficult to receive from your daughters, but it's not as difficult as you think it is. If it is difficult to receive or let your daughter teach you something, then we got an ego problem. We got a pride problem, right? And we think as mom that we should know everything. I just recently, we, you and I had a conversation 
um, in my bedroom. And I told her, I'm I'm 45, right? And I was like, and I've never I've never been 45 with a 25 year old daughter. This is new to me too, right. you know. <laughs> so I told her I don't want you know her to ever think that I have it all figured out, um, which helps because a lot of times you feel like you gotta have it all figured out. And you don't, right? But when it comes for you teaching me, you've taught me, for one, I'm going to start with the little things. So she taught me how to make a chicken Asian salad. <laughs> and let me tell you something. This chicken Asian salad is absolutely amazing, and it's like one of my go-tos, okay? When, I, when I'm hungry, I say, you know what, let me get this chicken Asian salad that my daughter taught me how to make. We always have the ingredients, have the ingredients on hand, and this is just an amazing salad. So for those mothers who find it difficult to let your daughter teach you something, let them teach you something st small. Start mm -hmm. off small. Yeah. Well, yeah. So when it comes to the bigger issues or the bigger things that my daughter has taught me, um, one of the things that I really, really, really admire about you is when you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. And you have taught me, I knew this, but I really saw it come out in you. Mm -hmm. And so I'm learning. And a, a partially because of this podcast, when you set your mind to something, you just do it. And you let nothing stop you from getting the results you want. So what you've taught me is, Figure it out, what you want to do, and just do it. And don't worry about that. Yeah. That's her. Let me tell you something, guys. This is her favorite line. So I'll be like, well, how you going to do Oh, don't worry about that. We're going we gonna to figure that out when we get there. And I just, and I'm the type of person, I sometimes need to see it all the way down to the end. You don't. And you have taught me, you don't need to see it to the end. You just need to see it to the next step. You taught me that. Wow. That's crazy. That's wow. That's yes. So you like, don't worry about. I also be like, well, what's going to happen at the end of the year? Well, I don't know. I, we're going to worry about that. We're going to worry about, we're just going to get started. Right. And then we'll figure it out when we get to that part. We're not at that we're part yet. So we don't have all, what, if we're not at that part, we don't have all the information. Absolutely. We're step A, and you worried about what's happening at step Z, you don't have any of the middle information. And to let me make tell you something. Decision. And as a mom, we're used to seeing it through to the end for our kids and for yeah. ourselves just so we can make that happen. That goes with juggling bills, looking at our money, seeing what we can do. Okay, they need to do this. They need to do that. Okay, so how is this going to work out all the way to the end of the month? Right. You know, mamas, come on now. You're high. Okay, how is this going to work out until Christmas? Okay, so, okay, what are we going to do after the new year? Like, that's our mindset. Mm -hmm. But you have taught me, guess what? Don't worry about that right now. Start at point A, and when you get to D, then you worry about D at that point. And that has helped me tremendously. It really has. Like, oh, yeah, we not, I, I, I hear you sometimes in my head, like, yeah, yeah, mom, we're not going to worry about that. Don't worry about that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's her favorite line, guys. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. Don't even worry about that. And I was like, well, but you need to know. Yeah, I'll, I'll know when I get there. I'm like, but, and I never could understand it. But as you've gotten older and you started more projects and you started more things that you're doing on your own, you just like, oh, yeah, we'll figure it out. No worries. And I'm like, well, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what you have taught me. And it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. My mother did teach me some things. And one of the things that she did do was she introduced me to God, somebody higher than myself. Now, we went to church seven days a week, twice on Sunday, but uh, uh, she introduced me. And now I'm the woman I am today because of that introduction, and I thank, I thank her for that. Um, another thing she taught me, which was really weird that this stuck with me, she taught me to honor my word. If I said I was going to do something, do it. Yeah. And that my word actually built my character. Um, if people know me to lie, then I'm going to be a liar. No one's going to trust anything I say, even when I'm telling the truth. And that was because back in the day when I was, you know, growing up, I was a liar. Yeah. I lied about everything. Mm -hmm. Did you put that? No. And knowing I did, you know, mm -hmm. did you put this bowl on this, uh, chart? No, knowing I did. Or did you leave this coat in the middle of the floor? No, knowing that I did. It's like I lied about everything. And so she had sat me down and had a conversation because my mother was a, she was a whooper. Okay. So we, I was getting whoopings. Um, but at one point she just sat me down because the lion did get out of control at some point, you know? And, uh, yeah. And the reason why I say this is ironic is because she didn't, she didn't honor her word though. You not, but it stuck with me. Right. Right. She, she was the opposite of honoring her word. So I'm like, why are you telling me this? Like, <laughs> You know, and again, it stuck with me somehow and it was great advice. And as I got older and I started my spiritual journey, you know, the word of God does speak about us honoring our word and being of good character. So, yeah, thus, that's one of the things she did teach me. She taught me how to cook a little bit, you know, just some little stuff here and there. My grandmother taught me more than my mom did, but at least I had that mother figure in my life to teach me. And that's another thing. All mothers should teach their daughters how to cook. Yeah. Cook something. Please, anything. <laughs> Learn how to cook something. Long, look, even if all you know how to make is Alfredo, okay? <laughs> you know how to cook something. You know how to cook something. Spaghetti. Right. You know, know how to boil a hot dog. Something. Something. Please teach your daughters how to make a sandwich. Something. 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 That's going to be so, so important. Okay? <laughs> so... I have an article here. Mm -hmm. So this article is about strong mothers. And I really wanted to talk to you guys today about strong mothers. So this article says 10 things strong mothers teach their daughters. It's by Robin Reich. Okay, so let's go over these 10 things. I actually got this article because I believe that these 10 things are important. Mm -hmm. And I want to offer that to our listeners today. Um, and the first one is happiness isn't something we find. It is something we create. That's the number one thing you should teach your daughter. Happiness is not something you're going to find. It's what you create. And you have to be happy now. Yeah. Right now. Even in your state of not having everything that you want. 
And sometimes we don't have everything that we need, but you really need to start being happy now. How do you start being happy now? Start with gratitude. Start with gratitude. I try to do gratitude every morning. As soon as I wake up, Mm -hmm. I try either on my phone or I have a journal I keep next to my bed and I try to write down five things I'm grateful for that day. So before I go to bed at night, (laughs) for 10 minutes, I sit in gratitude. I, I go over the entire day. And I sit in gratitude about everything. I, I'm talking about everything. It's the pots and pans to the utensils in the drawer Absolutely. to the trash can. Amen. Gratitude of where I am right now. Not what God is about to do or how my life is about to change for the positive or for the negative. But just where I am right now. Yeah. Because you have to appreciate. How are you ever going to appreciate how far you've come if you're not in that moment recognizing what you have? Absolutely, absolutely. Number one thing. Number two. Number two, it is okay to lean on others. This is one that I personally really struggle with as a Virgo. (laughs) (laughs) It is okay to lean on others. You know what? A strong mother never makes her daughter feel bad for needing help. That's, that's important. And let me tell you something. And even us mothers, we don't like to get help either. But see, I've learned a lesson about getting help. When you need help, what makes you strong is asking for help. Mm -hmm. What makes you weak is suffering in silence. Because one of the things that, you know, the enemy wants to do is keep you isolated. And if he can keep you isolated. He can keep you miserable. That way you never get help. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be able to get help. It's okay to say you need help. You know, I say it all the time. It's okay that you don't know. What's not okay is that you don't go find out and get help. Yeah. 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 And so number three is. They show them how to parent with kindness and consistency. Mm, That's your favorite word again, isn't it? Consistency. And kindness. We love kindness. It is cool to be kind. It is. Because children, according to the article here, children do learn by example. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing what they soak up without consciously trying to soak it up. That's what I like about this part. She also goes on to say, for this reason, most of us have the natural inclination to revert to our own mother's parenting tactics as adults Mm -hmm. a strong mother can trust that when this happens it will be a helpful nudge in the right direction rather than a bad instinct her daughter has to fight against Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it and one of the things that I've always told you guys and I'm going to tell you out here uh mothers let me tell you something your children I don't care if they're two five eight 10, 12, 14, 16, they are people too. Yeah. And if you would not talk to your boss in the manner that you would talk to your children, then you should not be saying talking to your children crazy. Yeah. If you wouldn't talk to God the way you talk to your children, then you should not be talking to your children like that. Yeah. That is one thing that I have really really learn from you mm-hmm. I have really tried to absorb is to be kind and to have that unconditional love for people mm-hmm. um and as a result you know my boyfriend says I'm too nice but <laughs> I think it's a great thing I really it is that's one thing that I really like about myself mm-hmm. and one thing that I think is something that draws people to me is that I have that 
that love to give, that kindness to give. You know, it don't matter who you are or what's happening. I mean, you know, don't start cursing at me and talking too crazy, but right. I'm still, I try to always show up in the kindest way possible. Absolutely. You have to, because that's how you get results yeah. from people. If I want you to do something, you know, when you guys were growing up, it wasn't always me fussing at you guys. Right. It wasn't a whooping all the yeah. time. And at a certain point, I'm okay, I'm going to admit it. I whoop my kids. Okay. I'm just going to put it on out there. Okay. Because the article just said, <laughs> right. The article just said that we have the inclination to parent like our parents parented us. Right. So I got whooping. So I whooped you all. But over time, I had to come to realize that wasn't who you were. I responded to that just fine because it got me into shape. But it wasn't helping you or Mike. Yeah. So I had to find a different way to do it. Yeah. And so as I grew in my spirituality, definitely closer to God, introducing you all to God, I had to practice what I was preaching. And if I was kind to the man on the street or the people at work or kind to the people in the church, how would I mistreat my children and not be kind to them? Exactly. Yeah. So you definitely have to be kind. I'm telling you, it goes a long way. It does. It does. All right. Number four, have faith. Things will work out in the end. And I think this definitely goes with your point Mm -hmm. that every mother needs to teach their daughter faith. Absolutely. Some kind of faith, faith in something, faith that there's more out there, faith that there's a bigger purpose than you, faith that somebody has something figured out mm-hmm. and they going to make sure it all work out. Make sure it all work out. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to have something bigger than you. Absolutely. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I tried it without God and I messed up. Okay, but now I'm like, okay, God, let's do this. Yeah. I cannot do it without him. And I teach you guys that too. You guys can't do it without him. Yeah. You know, and that is one of the things that you have to teach your daughter. You got to let your daughter know, even your children, period, that there is something bigger than God because they're watching your relationship with God. And I knew that too. And I used to tell you guys all the time, is God going to work it out? Mm-hmm. And y'all would look at me crazy like, but that's not helpful. That's not helpful. <laughs> but then God turns around and works it out. You want to know why? Why? Because we weren't supposed to worry about that. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. <laughs> but then what happened? God turned around and showed up. Yeah. Because a lot of times I would know y'all watching. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, God, they watching. They watch. You got to show yourself strong. And he would show up. And Ronnie was like, yeah, that was, that was God. Okay. God, he's real. Absolutely. And that's why we don't worry about it. That's why we don't worry about it. Number five, forget about what could have been. Mm. Mm. Now I know a lot of mothers, uh, teach their children, you know, try to teach their children or their daughters how to let things go. I've heard about the five minutes or the five seconds, right? If it, if it don't matter in five minutes or five seconds, let it go. No. Right. What? <laughs> I never I don't even, that. Well, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a couple of people right. say that, but I don't even know if I'm saying it right. <laughs> Period. But this goes back to one of the things that you said that I taught you how to just let it go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this going to matter in the next five years, 10 years? Right. Like how, how impactful is this going to be in this moment? Yeah. That makes more sense. Five yeah. years instead of five <laughs> Like, what? No. Five minutes, I'm still mad. I still want to fight in five minutes. Like, no. But five years, yeah, that makes more sense. Is this person going to be in my life five years from now? Right. Is this 
job going to be relevant to me five years from now? Yeah. You know, what am I, what's my end goal I'm trying to get to that this is not a part of? Exactly. And that's why I've always wanted you to take a look at. Now, the five minute, five second rule. I don't, again, guys, I don't even think I'm saying it right. But when I heard it, I was like, that's crazy, but okay. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm going to let it go. But I'm glad you recognize some that. mothers were teaching their daughters that because I heard it from a couple of women. Okay. Right. So you can email me or, you know, send me something and say, hey, Nefra, yeah, this is what it is. Please send us a correction. Please, please. Tell me what it is. Okay. Yeah, really. A dilemma at gmail.com because <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. All right. Number six. Being a woman is not easy. It's not. Especially being a black woman. Girl, now we can just, that's a whole, <gasps> that's a whole other podcast. We're not going there. We're not going there. Uh, We're not going there. We're not going there. The world is so unfair to women as, as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, and strong mothers, you got to teach your daughters how to navigate that womanhood. Yeah. Right? They got to know how to stand on their own too. And they have their own backbone. And they got to know how to stand up for themselves. And they got to know how to have a voice. And you, and you as a mother, you are so much a part of that voice mm -hmm. that rings in her head. Because I already know my mother's voice rung in my head a lot. As I became an adult, mm -hmm. and I know my voice is ringing in yours. Absolutely. And it says here, a mm -hmm. strong mother teaches her daughter how to navigate the challenges of womanhood with dignity, grace, and integrity. And I think that that is, even because being a woman is so hard that women are mean to other women. Like, it is, yes. It doesn't make, like, who's supposed to be on our side, though? Like, exactly. You have to, like, you really have to, you ha really have to teach them that it's not easy, but it's possible to navigate in the best way possible it's possible to handle these things with grace and with dignity and respect without you know cussing somebody out or fighting somebody or you know burning somebody's car or something and there's a thousand different ways right that we have to navigate this world as a woman especially a black woman mm -hmm. you know and of course malcolm x said it best you know the uh most mistreated woman in America is the black woman. Mm -hmm. Well, here's that's why it's so important for me to have my own voice and to make sure that you have your own voice. Yeah. So we can speak up and say, hey, here's what you're not going to do and mean it and get the respect that we need. Yeah. And we deserve. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So number seven is um, one of the things that you should teach your daughter is strength and softness can and should coexist. Mm. Strength and softness. Yeah. Now this goes into the angry black woman. Yeah. Because we we think we think loud, overly emotional, mm -hmm. angry, aggressive is strong. Yeah. No. 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 It's not. So it's about your emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And the capacity to know that if you have empathy for someone or that if you are absolutely um, supporting someone, back to being kind to someone, that that doesn't make you weak. No, it makes you a decent person. It does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It's actually a strength that goes yeah. back to asking for help when you need help mm -hmm. and saying, you know what, I need help. Yeah, and it makes you, it really makes you strong because it shows that you're able to make your own path and make your own decisions and do your own thing in a sea full of people who are all doing the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then when it comes to that 
because the softness factor is the empathy. Mm -hmm. The softness factor is being vulnerable, mm -hmm. right? You know, I'm strong yeah. and I'm strong because I have certain ideas. I have certain mental practices and I treat people. I'm consistent with how I treat people. But you also know that I can be soft and loving and kind. Mm -hmm. And then I can say, you know what? It's going to work out. And I promise you it's going to work. Like I can get into that motherly soft voice, you know, and just really build you up without yeah. making you feel like a baby. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you can, and you can do that and also be vulnerable. Yeah. Also be vulnerable with your own emotions and your own feelings and your own experiences when I went through this, this is how I felt. So I know where you're coming from. Absolutely. And that I really love that that vulner vulnerability that you and I have in our relationship. Absolutely, because you know I've cried in front of you. I'm like, yeah. this is you throw tantrums and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I recently, a few months ago, got hurt. Yeah. By a man. Mm-hmm. But did I? I was shedding them tears, wasn't I, girl? Okay. Mm -hmm. But listen, 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 mothers, daughters need to see that. They need yeah. to see that we go through the same things they go through trying to find a relationship or get into, you know, a, 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 have intimacy with somebody that we want a romantic relationship with. We go through some of the same trials. Right. They have to see you be vulnerable. They have to see you be that, be that strength in the relationship sometimes, mm -hmm. be that softness for your partner, for your man or your whoever, you know? Absolutely. Number eight, the most important person you can build a relationship with is yourself. Come on through now. Mm. Now that is really, some people don't really talk about that, but. That's a different podcast too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, strong women make it a priority to love themselves. And it is hard work. It's the hardest work you will ever do. You're going to cry and you're going to be sad sometimes and it's going to feel like you're going to die and you're going to hyperventilate and this is the end. And then you're going to pick yourself up and keep it going. Absolutely. Yep. And then you're going to know yourself. You're going to know, you know, you need to know about yourself. Sorry. What you need to know about yourself is, you know, what you like, what you don't like what behavior you will and won't accept in a relationship or in a friendship, you know, where you want to go in your life, what type of person you want to be, what type of person, what type, what type of legacy do you want to leave? I love it. And you know what, in this article, here's what it says. Um, the world does not make loving yourself easy. However, a strong mother realizes that it is not only herself she is doing this for, but for her daughter. Mm. And let me tell you something, and I've said this in many in the, in the other in the other podcast. I told you before, you saved my life. Yeah, you saved my life. And one day I recognized that you were watching me, and I had to get myself together. Yeah, and that's what really the the death of my mother and you really drew me closer into God, and I had to do the hard work of loving myself, and it was difficult. Everything that she said, yes, I cried, I snotted. I mean, one time I thought I was going to have a heart attack because my chest was in so much pain as I was facing my past. Yeah. If I was facing the brokenness, as I was facing things that I didn't, I tried to, you know, tuck away in my subconscious and I never want to bring it up. Because we got some things out there we don't want to talk about. Right. 
We can't even put a, put words to it. They hurt so much. Mm -hmm. But mothers, you got to understand that you have to deal with that because your daughter is watching. You have to deal with that because if you got it locked up in your mind, mm -hmm. then your daughter's going to have it locked up in hers. It might not be the same exact experience with the same exact person, but that situation's going to revolve right on to your daughter. Simply because if you don't break the pattern, it's doomed to repeat itself. And one thing that I wanted to do was break the pattern with you. I did not want you to be me, the old me, the mad me, the angry me, the broken me, the hurt me, the, I had to face them all yeah. in order for me to get there. Mm -hmm. And then as you came up, it is nothing for you to be your own person now. Yeah. It is nothing for you to say, I love myself unconditionally. And guess what? Oh, well, Period, poo. I'm going to shed my tear, but I'm going to let you go. Mm -hmm. We're not friends no more. It's all right. I made that mistake. I learned it's good. Right? Because you, because I had to be that example. Right. Yeah. I love that. I love that number eight. I do. I do. Number nine. You are enough. You are enough. A strong mother will teach their daughter that you are enough. Just the way you are. Just the way you are. You are not. You do not man. need a man to complete you. You do not. As a matter of fact, a man can't complete you. You got to be complete in yourself. You got to be made whole in yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay? A woman can't complete you either for my LGBTQ community out there. We looking for relationships. We looking for a, a, a soulmate. Be your own soulmate. Mm -hmm. Okay? Get in touch with your own soul, your own mind, and know that you are enough just the way you are. The way you are. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. Do the last one for me. Number 10. Unconditional love is real and it is powerful. Talk to me about unconditional love being real and powerful in your life as a daughter. Well, for me, I have, I've learned a lot about unconditional love. Um, <clears throat> you display unconditional love everywhere you go. Okay? Mm -hmm. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, somebody know Nefra. Hi, Nefra. Oh, my God. How you doing? Oh, my God. I love your mama. You got to share your mama with me. She my mama, too. All the time. All the time. No matter what. It was even worse when we worked together because then people would find out. They'd be like, oh, my God. I love your mom. She's amazing. She's I, but that's because everywhere that my mom goes, it doesn't matter who she's talking to. She's talking to the, the, the CFO or she's talking to the guy who sweeps the floors. She's showing unconditional love and respect to everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. If somebody's down and out, if somebody needs her help, if somebody needs her guidance, if somebody needs her last dollar in her pocket, She's going to give it and not because she's trying to prove something mm. or not because she's trying to, you know, show that she's the nicer, or she's most generous or anything like that. It's because she has that unconditional love in her heart just for everybody that it just it has to come out. It has all to. that love has to come out. It and does you feel it when you have even if you just have one one on one conversation with my mom, you feel it like this is my first time meeting you. Why do I feel like? I love you. Like, <laughs> I'm confused. I don't and that has happened to me. Yeah. That has happened to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
But it started because I learned to love myself. Yeah. And when I learned to love myself, I just wanted everybody to feel like this. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I understand. Because people feel dejected and not, not accepted. And they, you know, they're walking around mad at themselves and unforgiving. And when I just, when I discovered that self-love, and don't get me wrong, guys, self-love is not a destination. It's a journey. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that means I'm still working on it. But I've gotten to a point now where I can't overflow sometimes. Because yeah. you know me, though. If I ain't got it to give, I ain't giving it. Because you cannot give what you do not have for yourself. Absolutely. And if I can't, if I don't have it for myself, I can't give it to everyone. Right. So I just have to be mindful of that. But I do know when I step into people's presence and when I begin to talk to people, I just know that, you know what? I got to love on this person. Because mm -hmm. you don't know, never know what people going through, what people dealing with. You never know what people... And a lot of people have never experienced that. No. <laughs> Ever. And so they meet you. And some people really think... Like, we're weird. Like, some people think, they're like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> what do you mean you talk to your mom about everything? Like, yep. huh? Like, I just, like, and a lot of people just really don't get it. And, like, my friends who have been around for a while, they get it now. Right. Like, even in the beginning, they didn't, they didn't get it when right. we first met. They didn't get why you were so open and why you were so honest and why you were so loving and mm -hmm. so giving. You know, why you still made sure everybody in the room is taken care of. Absolutely. Even though they got your kids, you know? Yeah. So yeah, a lot of people don't know how to receive it. And some people like don't know how to receive it to the point where they're like, you know, I'm going to just step away because y'all are weird cult leaders. But you know, whatever. <laughs> um, <a> cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. it's not. Again, like, like I said, you got to get it for yourself, moms. Moms, and I know it's hard out there because we are trying to make the best of our situation. It's not always the ideal situation, right? We have kids running around, a husband we need to take care of. Or we have, you know, a, a, a job. We work in two jobs, three jobs. We work in a job and trying to go to school. We work in a job and trying to start a business. The I believe, and this is this is wholeheartedly why I have such a great relationship with my children, is I believe my very first purpose is to cultivate a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And as I cultivate a relationship with God, I can cultivate a relationship with myself that can express that unconditional love. But number two, I have to cultivate a positive, healthy relationship with my children. Mm -hmm. I don't care what bill is due. I don't care what counseling session I got to be on, what phone call I'm on, what Nephromore Presents meeting I have to go to. My children are important, and it is important for me to make sure that they know that they are important. Yeah. And Part of that, guys, is you have to get an identity outside of being a mom. Yeah. And let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all a little story. So I, you know, we, we, we used to go to this church and, um, in this church, I was a minister, right? Um, and some days, you know, some Sundays I preached, it wasn't very often. I didn't, I, you know, preach or whatnot. Um, but even at church, every, maybe every Sunday, every Wednesday, my kids couldn't say mama. And I turn around, you know how mothers, mm -hmm. you can, you know, your baby voice, you just say mommy. And you turn it around looking for your baby voice to get it. No, my children <laughs> had to call me Nephra in public to get my attention. Minister more. 
or minister more, absolutely, to get my attention. And I used to feel bad. I did. I was like, I am such a horrible mom. This is, I'm like, oh, I even prayed about it one time. I didn't tell you this story. But I did. I was praying. I'm like, God, this is so bad. Like, if my kids are in trouble, I just, oh, if they say mama, I wouldn't, I don't know what to do. I'm like, God, this is not cool. I'm their mama. I should know. Your, your word says my sheep should know my voice. <laughs> like, this is where I am, right? So God told me one day, he says, your identity is outside of your mother, outside your motherhood. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Because when they say Nephra, do you not respond as if you know that voice? When they say minister more, do you not respond as if you know that voice? And I had to think about it. Mm -hmm. Every time you did it, did I not respond and gave you my undivided attention in that moment? Right. And so he was like, so you can't be upset at the fact that you're not responding to the title mom. Right. You are a mom in every way. It's just in me, in God, I've learned how to get an identity outside of just being a mom. Yeah. Yeah. And so mothers, that's what I offer you today. Get your identity outside of being a mama. Yeah. Because okay. Once you, I feel like once you get, once you're not like mom, because eventually you're going to have to, like mm -hmm. eventually your kids are going to grow up and they're going to leave and they're going to get married and have their own kids. And then it's going to be you and your husband in the house and you realize you hate each other and you're not going to have nothing to lean on. So you really have to get that identity and in getting that identity, you're going to get the other things. You're going to get the being a woman is not easy and you're really going to feel that and you're really going to experience that. Mm -hmm. You're going to get the unconditional love, the strength and the softness coexisting. You're going to learn to build that in yourself so you can pass it on to your daughter. Absolutely. You're going to be a great one. Okay. <laughs> one day when you have children. But I hope this was helpful for you guys. We're going to end it out because I think this went kind of long today, didn't it? But this is a good conversation because you really need to think about what you want to teach your daughters. Absolutely. I'm going to leave you with that, mothers uh, out there. What are you going to deliberately and purposefully teach your daughters? You got to have something. Right? Not just your ABCs or how to read, which is another thing I deliberately taught my children. I taught them how to read, not the school system. But deliberately, purposefully, what are you going to teach them about themselves? What are you willing to work on to be that mom that's able to be vulnerable, yet show strength, to be soft and have empathy, yet be respected? Yeah, think about that. What are you going to be deliberately teaching your daughter? This has been fun. I found out some new stuff about you. Yes. And you found out, I, yeah, you taught me something. That's another thing, moms. Make sure it's okay for your daughters to teach you something. Mm -hmm. You'll be amazed at the amount of trust that can be built if you just allow them to show you. Just yeah. a small thing. You know, let me show you how to take that picture on your phone. You know, let's Absolutely. Your on Absolutely. Let's, 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 let's do something with their profile pic. Yeah. Well, let's cook this chicken Asian salad. I'm right. telling y'all, this salad is wonderful. I'm here to tell you right now. <laughs> I'm thinking about making me a little bit tonight. But you know, hey. Guys, thank you so much for joining us at A Daughter's Dilemma Podcast, where today we talked about what you should be teaching your daughter. Please go ahead and rate and subscribe. We're coming to you every Thursday um, with a new podcast. And yes, we got the smoke detector fixed, so you won't <laughs> hear the beep in the back. But 
I'm not gonna lie, I never heard this smoke detector. Like I just don't. That's okay. Ever. It's fixed now, so it's it's not. We're not worried about it. <laughs> All, All right. right, if you have any concerns, or not concerns, I'm sorry. If you have any questions, comments, send us your stories. A daughter dilemma at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at... A daughter's dilemma at... Yeah, that's it. At. At, at me <laughs> at a daughter's dilemma. It has an S on the end, a daughter's mm -hmm. of dilemma. As I stated, we're just getting started. We're having fun. Thank you so much for tuning in with this episode. We're going to come back next week with another one and we pray that you all are doing an amazing an amazing job with your daughters mm -hmm. bye bye